are worlds between our own, and from these worlds there are written histories, both ancient and modern. To read of these testaments scrawled in hidden places and on other things, you must fix your eyes uncomfortably within you, and if successful, your gaze will unlock the door behind raw imagination and meet the manuscript of innumerable folios known as the Dark Darkness. Hello, I'm Shark Child, and this is the Dark Verse. Testament scrawled in hidden places and on nether things with the sole purpose of sharing with you a unique world of horror and fantasy that will follow you to the visions of your sleep. I'm not even going to begin to describe the reason behind my absence. I'm just going to leave it a mystery. What matters is that I am here now, with you once again, ready to serve you blackness on a platter. But before I get to the episode, know that the Amazon Kindle version of my book, From the Passages of Revenants, the Dark Verse, Volume 1, is only $4.99. That's absolutely nothing, exactly like the nothing you got from me for the past two months. So think about buying it and giving me a reason to live, because living doesn't come easy. Time to look again upon the pages of names. Sift with me through the thousands to the monster of consumption, to the master of making things disappear. This is episode 70 of the Dark Verse, and in it you will meet the pair known as Daiecho Nin Daiecho. The castle of the Lord Brasher stood as it always had, sharply cut black stone jutting upward to create halls and chambers and towers and spires. The front gate, before which I stood, eerily hung open as like a gaping wound run dry of blood. No one foreign to these walls would dare enter, so the powers therein dared to leave it open. The castle's sins had long outlived their mortal bindings, creating within it a world of evil unconquerable by mortal means. I had come to cleanse it, or, more truly, I had come to summon the vessel that would carry out the deed. From a jug, I poured a puddle of clean river water atop the dusty road leading into the castle's darkness. I poured enough to create a watery span of two feet. Then... With utmost concern and delicacy, 
I retrieved a rose and its stem that had been laced with string across my back. The surfaces of the rose had been intricately decorated with paint, the most absurd and archaic illustrations being the result of such artistry. It was such designs that were the spell of this summoning, the ideas and lore that reached between worlds of life into worlds of magic and played between the two, merging to divine abnormities beyond the land of dreams. I tossed the rose into the puddle. It landed silently and sent brief ripples outwardly upon the surface of the water. The display was beautiful, but the act was insidious. Insidious, but necessary. Around me, the air shook and trembled. Before recognition could set in, the great green was slugging forward, out from the puddle and out from its otherworldly abyss into my world, the Lord Brasher's castle's world, beckoned forth by my simple gesture. It quickly, once through the puddle portal, became an incredible mass of writhing green, green upon green, things upon things, insect-like plants of one mind becoming and breeding. It moved slowly, as if with hesitation, but it was purpose that drove it, held back only by the slow translation of a fresh spawning and the plotting of direction. When I looked upon it, I shuddered and recalled visions of my youth, memories of green growth murder. How does it come, my father would ask, in waves of green, he would himself answer. How does it hurt, like needles and knives? How does it kill, without a trace? No mess for you, no mess for it. The great green has come to erase the unfit. As if cued by my memory, the great green then began its work. It rose up high above the ground in a spindle of enormous green before slamming itself across the faces of those plains around it, walls and floor. It shattered itself into splashes of living green, green that began to crawl and run across every surface of the castles inside and out. And as it extended on its journey, it grew, multiplying, intensifying. Its color turned from green to an emerald too exotic to comprehend, a sight unworthy of words. This color sang. It shimmered with sounds of sight, entombing the eyes in a blind deafness, pushing them into realms of visceral interpretations beyond the scope of attainable vision. This new appearance roared and clashed with reality. The great green overtook everything. It pierced people's flesh infinite times with millions of feeding mouths, and dismantled inert mass like termites of stone. There was nowhere to run, nowhere to hide, for things of both life and inanimate form, an end was met. They all melted into the oblivion of cosmic art, cosmic deletion. So quickly the task began, so quickly it was finished. The castle of Lord Brasher was no more, nor its remnants, nor its scent. There was not a trace of it, but the space it once occupied. How does it stop? my father would ask. By a split of being, again he would answer himself. What does it do? Transforms in two. What does it become? Diachonin. Diachonin. 
the soul's face, the soul's place, the glory of heaven, the worst of hell, a course of light, the darkest well, they can't be together, they can't live in peace, to belong in a world they completely cease, the great green shatters across all of a space, to lock its feast in an endless case. How does it know what to do what it does? The art on the rose. Who is the artist? No one ever knows. That concludes episode 70 of The Dark Verse. You can download all of the past episodes at thedarkverse.com or from iTunes. If you have an extra second, please give my podcast, The Dark Verse, a rating on iTunes. And if you have some money, go to thedarkverse.com and click my book and buy my book. I'd be very grateful. All right. Oh, and you can also go to my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash sharkchild. And uh, you can like me. That would be cool as well. All right. I'm going to let you go. And I'll see you very soon. Hopefully. All of the stories on The Dark First are the sole property of Sharkchild and cannot be used for distribution, publication, or monetary gain without my written consent. Sleep deeply and remember to love. Mm-hmm.